Thank you for subscribing to 28 Days of Glory, daily segments of biblical principle taught by the right Reverend LaVon and Reverend Selena Breland. Well, good morning there, Irving Warren Radio listeners. This is Irving Serena Breland. I am delighted to be on the air with you live this morning. Sunday morning, the word is a radio series, radio broadcast series that we introduced some time ago and have continued since, and you all have responded well. So I'm delighted to be the future speaker this morning, and we are going to uh, hear from the Lord concerning life by faith and godliness by glory. Life by faith and godliness by glory. In Christendom and Christianity, we talk a lot about living by faith. The scripture says we walk by faith and not by sight. And often in our exploration of the scriptures concerning faith, trying to understand how we live this life as believers, how we live this life as Christians, we often single out, uh, I'm working by name, so I use the word itemize. We stick to that one item, that one aspect or dynamic when it comes to living this life as a Christian, as a believer. But we often do not explore the glory of God. And even the grace of God often is good. We talk about the grace of God as a means to cover and to pardon sin. But the grace of God and the glory of God, I believe, from the in Scripture and Revelation by the Lord, that the grace and glory of God are very much linked and they are directly connected being God. God has called us to operate and live as who we are, the offspring of God. And just in chapter 1, toward the end of the chapter, we see where God created man, male and female, created to them, King James Version says, and made him after his likeness, in his image, and after his likeness. So like God and in the image of God. And as time went on, of course, we know the story, man fell and had to be redeemed, reconciled, and we come to him by faith. What do we do to live this life out godly? I often hear Christians, believers talking about, oh, I use my faith to do this. I use my faith to do that. I live by faith. And often that can end up turning into very much so a legalistic way of living as we've seen in many traditional doctrines of men, traditions of men where we've got to do things in order to get God's attention, first of all, and then once we have his attention, keep it. And then as we keep his attention and press him, it then just keeps piling and piling on in the traditions of men, the doctrines of men, please God in our own strength. It ends up our lack of understanding of faith being very much so linked to the glory of God, which we'll talk about, we end up going into that checklist and meeting quota. I did this by faith and I did that by faith badge rather than it being a journey 
and a lifestyle of a relationship with God, getting to know him, getting to, after knowing him, understand who we really are, and living by faith and in the glory of God, reflecting God. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to look at the entire chapter and explore some of the things, the revelations that God has for us in his word, particularly in this chapter. Now, there's many scriptures that we could go to, uh, but we're first going to the glory of God and we visit faith and and out the Sunday morning in the word. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, chapter 3, verse 1. Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or need we as some others epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? We are our epistle. Now, this is Paul talking to the church at Corinth. Known and read of all men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in the tables of the heart. And such trust we have, and such trust have we through Christ to Godward, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of, of God, who also has made us able ministers of the new testament, not of the letter, but of the truth. For the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. But the spirit giveth life. But if the ministration of death written and engraving and stones was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not exactly behold the faithful Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away, how shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? Glory to God. For if the ministration of the condemnation be glory, much more does the ministration of righteousness. Righteousness exceeds in glory. For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more does the ministration of righteousness exceed, excel, advance. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect, by reason of the glory that exists. For if that which is done away was glorious, much more, much more, much more, that which remaineth is glorious. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. We approach this glorious journey of relationship with God, this glorious journey of being one with God with great plainness of speech, no fear, no hesitation. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his teeth, that the children of Israel could not successfully look to the end of that which was abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remained the same veil, untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away now. The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. There is liberty. But we all, with open faith, holding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed unto into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit 
of the Lord. We are with open face, beholding as in a glass. The glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. I want to exhort and encourage those that are listening right now that you are not only called to live by faith, but to be godly by the glory of God. If you notice in the scripture, the scripture says, faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, and hearing by the word of God. So faith entrance into our heart, into our life application comes from hearing the word of God. And we see in the scripture that we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. We'll go to that scripture, Romans 1, 17, mark that scripture. We go from faith to faith. And the scripture tells us we go from glory to glory. And in this verse, verse 18, we all with open face beholding as in a glass, beholding, looking as in a glass. The glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. So we walk by faith and not by sight, right? And we receive faith by hearing it. Now, the glory of the Lord has to be in our perception, in our sight, in our eye. Our sight, our perception must be toward the glory of God so we can be changed into that same image. Often we're so focused on meeting criteria and using our faith, as I covered earlier, that we do not look at the glory of God. Wherever you're standing, wherever you're sitting, if you're in your car, I want you to look at your neighbor and say, behold the glory. Behold the glory of God. And as we behold the glory of God, we are changed into that same image of the glory of God. And the scripture says, now the spirit of the Lord, the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So we have three components here that we've been exploring and hearing from the Spirit of God concerning our life with Him. We already reconciled to Him and in order to enjoy this life and to have a journey that excels or exceeds, as Paul stated very clearly, that this glory exceeds the former glory. And we can only exceed the former glory not only of time past as it pertains to the time window that man has been in, but we can only exceed the glory from before our past. We can only exceed our past, our history, by beholding the glory of God now. Now, the Lord is that spirit. So right now, in this time, in this now time, in this Kairos, we must behold the glory of God and hear the word of God. And when we hear the word, receive faith consistently and it grows and it develops within us, we start walking out what's in. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, that it is God that works in us. 
it is God that works in us to will and to do, to want and to act, to be motivated and to operate in, to hear, then execute. He's the one that gives us, he's the one that gives us the power to act it out. How can we escape such a great salvation where we hear the word of God and we have, therefore, faith and we see him in his glory and we excel in godliness and life by faith and by the glory, the presence, the power, the grace, of God, godliness by glory, life by faith as we hear the word of God and godliness by glory as we behold his glory. We cannot behold the glory of God if we stay in our own strength, covering our own strength, having services as usual, not being led by the spirit in our daily life. It becomes a cycle. It becomes rhetoric and it becomes a regimen of death. But the Lord is that spirit. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. Life by faith. Godliness by glory. Let's look at Romans chapter 1, verse 17. Romans chapter 1, verse 17. Now we know that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. That's Romans chapter 1, verse 16. And we'll revisit that and go to verse 17 where we're going to focus in on. So chapter 1, verse 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it is the power, the power, the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein, in the gospel, in the power of God, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Let's look at uh, verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all, look at this here, ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Hold the truth in unrighteousness, horrible thing. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. It is God who works in us to will and to do with his good pleasure. It's him that works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. He provides the way to hear his word and to see his. Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1 talks about our life as believers and the process of adding to our faith. And in the process of of adding to our faith, God has given us something that we've already 
express the big picture to another dimension, to another dynamic of what he has provided for us. So it's 2 Peter chapter 1. Peter, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain it or pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory, to glory, to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these, these great and precious promises, ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world. And besides this, giving all diligence add to your faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity, for if these things be in you, if these be in you, if these that we just Listen, Jessica, Lord, be in you. You shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged in his old sense. Wherefore, the Lord, I will give them to make your calling and election sure. And you shall never fall. For so an interest shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes, these things be in you. If these things be in you, and about, add to your faith. Add to your faith the very first, the very first that he mentioned. And if you look at the previous verses, virtue and glory are unchanged. We must add to our virtue, glory, because that is where the righteous that we are is expressed through the virtue of the glory of God. We cannot express God, emulate God, emulate his image, we cannot emulate his likeness effectively, authentically, without his power, his glory. Let's continue in faith and add glory. Life by faith and godliness by glory. If you're listening to this broadcast and you do not know the Lord as Savior, Repeat after me. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead. I thank God for the work he did for me at Calvary. I thank you, God, right 
now for salvation. I give my life, I give my heart, and show me how to submit myself to you as not only Savior, you have a few with me in sincerity. That is the first step. Call us at 202-709-PC4748, and we will pray with you and give you materials and assistance in your walk with God. Now, those of you who have already given your life to the Lord in Christianity for some time, and and there's many of you that are hearing this, whether live or archived, that you know your life has gotten hell. You've just been doing what you had to do. And you didn't really know how to advance in itself. But we've talked and heard from God today to have the virtue, the power of God, the glory of God. It's beyond just living by faith. We've got to add to our faith virtue, glory, life by faith and godliness by glory. Call us today. We love you here at Everywhere Campaign. Tune in tomorrow in 28 Days of Glory, and we will excel in glory. Enjoy your Sunday morning corporate worship experiences, whether it's in the traditional uh, church setting, building setting, or if you're in whatever the building is, know that you are the church. And worship God in spirit and truth. We love you today. Have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow.